Welcome to the Dream Home Movement. This is your weekly dose of Dream Home Inspiration, bringing you clever hacks and tips from the very best local experts with your hosts, Tara and Joe. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dream Home Movement. I'm Joe Violetta and I am joined in the studio as always by my fabulous co-host Tara Vandalite. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing really well. That's good. Now, exciting show tonight. We have a YouTube sensation in the studio. Gina Walters. Welcome to the studio, Gina. <laughs> hello, hello. I'm so excited to be here. We're excited to have you here. Now, Gina, you may have picked up a little bit of an, an accent there. Gina, it, you're from the UK, aren't you? Yeah, it's just a slight accent, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm from Yorkshire in the UK. Ah. So if you're, if you're not familiar, it's kind of just above the middle. Four hours north of London is how I like to describe it. Oh, yes. For anyone that's not been. Okay. Most that's, people know where London is. Yeah, that's it. That's easy. That's easy. Pretty easy to visualize. So Gina is going to talk to us about making a huge sea change. So mm-hmm. moving fr- not just to a different from a different suburb, but moving to a completely different country. What does that feel like? What is the difference in homes in the UK to Australia? And if you have overseas guests coming, how do you accommodate them in your home? So big, fun, interesting show tonight. Very much looking forward to it. Of course, we've got our finance segment as usual with Carl and Tara is presenting our property geek out. Lots of fun in, fun in store. Welcome back, everybody. We are here on the Dream Home Movement, and tonight we have a very special guest, Gina Walters. Hello, Gina. Hello, hello. (laughs) So, Gina, Gina is a photo-taking, video-creating mother of four. Originally from the UK, Gina now lives on the Mornington Peninsula in Melbourne, Australia. Gina is also the creator of a YouTube channel that shares her life and her thoughts. The channel focuses on finding motivation and inspiration in the everyday. And I must admit, Gina, I have been totally inspired by your YouTube channel. That's so nice. (laughs) Because it started in a pretty unusual way, didn't it? It just started basically because I wanted to document a weight loss journey. Yeah. And I thought, I'm going to make little videos. Yeah. I'm a photographer. I was feeling quite stale yep. in my work. And I thought, I need to learn a new skill. I need to find something that inspires me. Yeah. So I thought, I'm going to learn how to make a video. Absolutely. I'm how to do a video. And I went ahead and started uploading to YouTube. And then all of a sudden people started to follow. Yeah, absolutely. We're all following you now. And then it evolved from this exercise and weight loss into my life, my kind of my perspective on the world. Yep. Um, What I think, what I feel, what I see, and it's just got gaining this traction and all these people. Absolutely. I've never been as excited. Yes. I've just found something that I just You've found your niche. I've found my thing. Because it's so honest, and I love that about you and about your vlog. I mean, yeah, you'd call it a vlog, wouldn't you? And um, yeah, it's just really, really sincere and interesting, which is why we have you here today. We want the real deal. Okay. <laughs> so, so tell me, what have you noticed different about homes in Australia? Because you're from the UK originally. Yeah. So the homes here, I mean, overall, like the layout of a home here, the homes are all bigger here, a yep. lot bigger, obviously, because you've got more space here. Yeah. Um, and the layout is much more of a, so we have, I'm 
in England, I'm much more used to the traditional up and down. So everyone has stairs. Mm. Yeah. Um, whereas here you've got that much more open plan, um, indoor, outdoor living on a lot of houses. Yeah. Obviously you've got like a pool. Like one of the big things when yeah. I moved here was, um, I want a pool. Mm. I, I don't have a house. I would not, I would not buy a house if it didn't have a pool only because as an English person in Australia, yeah, that is symbolic of living living the dream yeah <laughs> um you have laundries we mm. do have laundries so you don't have them in the uk we have our washing machine in the kitchen that's, really that's you, a bit unusual you're very wealthy and very posh if you've got a natural laundry <laughs> yeah whereas here everybody has a laundry it's like this i yeah. walked into a house this average house and i was like yeah. there's a laundry of course there is <laughs> like, there's a room when mm. I do my washing. Mm. I think so because, you know, the old Australian houses, you'd have the laundry and the toilet out the back, you know, of the outside. house. So that you would, yeah, basically do the washing and carry it straight outside to the backyard where your hill's hoist would be. Yeah. That's how it works. And that's where the toilet is as well, you know, in that little off the, their room. So, um, and yeah... Back in the day, um, people, the standard house used to be a two by one. So two bedrooms, one bathroom, and there'd be a laundry. The toilet would be in the laundry. And then there'd be a sort of more dedicated bathroom that wouldn't necessarily have a toilet in it. So you'd have a bathroom right. and the toilet separate. Okay. Yeah. Cause if, I guess if you're in a house with one bathroom, having the toilet separate is quite good. Yeah. Cause I, mean, I don't want to sound like too much of a mum here, mm. but it really is a game changer. The whole laundry thing. Like, yeah. I still get excited <laughs> about laundry. Like, you've just got good laundry, I'm sold. Like, a pool, I need a pool and, yep. a, la- and a laundry. There's a bit of laundry porn on um, Instagram at the moment and, yeah, and Pinterest. Laund- laundries are having a moment. They are, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, I'm all behind that moment. Like, well, Actually, Julie Bible, if you look her up um, on Nicholas Design, she's got this most amazing laundry with this mm. um, wallpaper, which is like clouds, like these sort of dark, mystic clouds. Really? And yeah, we, we, there was a little bit of a party at Julie's and, um, Joe and I ended up drinking wine in, in the laundry. In the laundry. <laughs> Cause it was so fabulous. It's just a gorgeous <laughs> space to be in. It's nicer than my lounge room. <laughs> so tell me, Gina, down on the peninsula, one of the biggest group of people who migrate to this part of the world, they are from the UK. Tell me, do you have any advice to any of these sea changers who are coming to make the peninsula their home? Um, my advice, wow, um, it's a big shift. It's a really big shift, a really big thing to do. And I know that they'll already know that before they do it, but I don't think you understand the gravity mm. of that sort of move until you actually, until you actually do it. Yeah. When we came, we kind of came on this big adventure and we sold everything. So we came with no furniture. No turning back. Just suitcases with clothes in. Um, and two children. One was a newborn baby and one was a two-year-old. Yeah. Um, and then I got here and we rented a house that was unfurnished. Oh, wow. Right. And we sat in this house and I remember <laughs> looking at Neil, my husband, and going, oh, what, what do we do now? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Like, we went on the adventure and then when we mm. got here. Um, so when you're looking at kind of what advice, I think that there's no research you can really do. Yeah. Not really. I mean, yeah. realestate.com.au is an awesome source to mm, have a look. Mm. But, you know, before I came here, I was looking at the place Sunshine. Yeah. Um, because I liked the name. Sunshine. Oh, dear. Yeah. Do you see what I'm... Yeah. Like, okay. So know? the I, names the names don't necessarily... It's hard <sighs> to get an impression of what a suburb's like just by seeing it on realestate.com. Yeah. How do you know? Yeah. I was looking at Caroline Springs because I was impressed by those Springs. massive houses. Yeah. yeah. Um, however, 
Yeah, so I actually went on a, a, a site called British Expats. Oh, that sounds good. And, and on there, there are a lot of people who live here. Is it a website or is it on Facebook? It's actually a website. Okay. Yeah. So, so like British Expats. Yeah, like chat rooms. Mm. Yeah. And they would then share where they're living. So I would, I went on there and right. I found the people okay. that were living in Mordialloc and that were mm-hmm. living in. Ah. Yeah. And they advised to come peninsula side. So when I listed the things we wanted as a family, yep. Yep. they advised the peninsula. And then I, we arrived in Patterson Lakes. Yep. And then from there, we just drove around. Yeah. Good idea. To try and get a feel for everywhere. Cause you just, it, there's not, there's no way of knowing until you've lived here for a while. No, it's yeah. not. Absolutely. So I kind of haven't got any unbelievable groundbreaking advice because mm-hmm. when you get here, you're just in such a big, it's a shock <laughs> to the system, even if you're prepared. So I, mm. we arrived and then that website was a, a really big, um, so British expats, British expats.com just because there's people there who are actually living here. Fantastic. So yeah, get, get the word from people who are actually living here as opposed to just looking at pretty pictures on the internet and yeah. hoping, yeah, absolutely have a conversation. Especially because as a British person, you'll look at some of these houses and you mm. go, Oh my God, that house is amazing. Mm. But it could be in the middle of the country. Yeah. And if you want to be near the beach, I don't think you have a concept when you don't live here. How of the, far of the away distance. Here. Yeah. 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 That's what, that's what, um, the, I mean, we moved over here when I was almost seven. So there's a big difference. But what, what we found is when we went back to the UK, people would whinge about having to drive an hour to get somewhere. <laughs> and like driving an hour to get somewhere is just something I would do at least once a week. Like mm. it's not a big, a big deal but mm. it's, it's just that the space is relative isn't it the distance yeah. is relative mm-hmm. yeah yeah and even when um when i found out that we might be living in a one-story house as a kid and i was like we're gonna live in a bungalow yeah <laughs> i didn't realize that that no one story's house are, one-story houses are lovely and normal yeah. over here it's uh, very normal yeah, like to get stairs Mm. now and then i actually have, i've gone off the stairs a little bit yeah mm. kind of got used to having mm. that plan but when we first arrived i really struggled with that yes that that kind of plan of housing yes right? it was really? all on one level yeah really i found it it just really threw me to have mm-hmm. your bedroom downstairs, downstairs. a lot of yeah. houses here i've noticed have the bedroom as you walk in the front door as well if you, yeah. you know the, mm. new, the newer yep. builds yeah. yeah and i really can't wrap my head around i don't know why uh-huh. the bedroom being by the front door because for me the front door is your your lounge area, your mm. the the where you would welcome a guest. Mm. Yep. And you don't necessarily want to show them your bedroom. Yeah, your bed. And like, if you haven't, some made, of the bedrooms are fabulous, but yeah, if you haven't made your bed that morning, <laughs> yeah, like you make it, sure you do. So it th- it throws me the bed. It still throws me the bedroom being by the front door. Yeah, you want the receiving area to be by the front door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very <laughs> polite, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Coming up after the break, we're going to talk about a little bit more about how to deal with the overseas guests because that's what happens, isn't it? When you, yeah, when you yeah, move from absolutely. overseas, you, you get visitors hopefully from absolutely. overseas when they hear about what a fabulous you, time you're having in yeah. Australia. And absolutely. they come, they come for a while. They do. Yeah, they're so far away. They do. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a week, it's not a long weekend. It's not thing. a long weekend. No. It's the long haul they come <laughs> for. <laughs> We are talking about sea changing from overseas and our guest, Gina Walters, moved here about, it was about 10 years ago, wasn't it, Gina? Yeah, it'd be 10 years in December. 
this okay. year. Oh, wow. We're coming up to our 10 years. Oh, gosh, what are you going to do for your 10-year anniversary? Yeah. Anything? Mm, I have to think of something, won't mm. I? Yeah, 10 years, it's gone really fast, actually. Mm. It's gone re- it's when I say 10 years, I think, oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's been, that's gone quick. Mm. Yeah, you, yeah, that's a lot of time to lay down roots. Do you still sometimes feel like you're new here? Or? I feel very familiar yes. with the place yeah. um, and the people. Mm. However, I don't know if I'll ever feel, it's always felt like home yeah. from the day I arrived. Like mm-hmm. I knew when I got off the plane, wow. this was somewhere I could stay. However, home as in home. So home is where my family is, yeah, wherever gotcha. we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the familiarity of the UK mm. is something i think because i grew up there yeah like my childhood memories were there yes so that would be home that comfortable feeling of Mm. home whereas here now but then i'm raising children here yeah so i've got to be honest Mm. and say that their childhood memories are being created here so there's something that kind of anchors me in yeah through their experience here because their roots are here yeah and their summers and their memories that they're being made are Made in Australia, you know, in the milk bar on the beach. Mm. The things I didn't have as a child are their childhood memories. So I think that they anchor me in like hot, hot Christmases. Mm. You know, my now children. That, that's a funny thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. My children <laughs> only understand that. Yes. Whereas to me, that was always strange. It still is a bit strange. Yes. Um, but they, they, they anchor me in and I think they make me feel like home and settled here because their life is here. Does that make, does that make sense? It definitely does. Yeah. That's a really beautiful way to, to put it. So you mentioned that you've got, still got family over in the UK. I do. Yes. So most of your family, my sister lives in the middle East. Yep. Uh, and then I've got my dad in the UK and yeah, I've not got a massive family. Mm. My husband's family's all in the UK. Yeah. Everybody else is in the UK, but my sister's in the middle East. So do you get many of your family and friends coming over to visit or? Yes, they've been awesome for that. Mm. Oh, I've that's had, so good. Because I know some people don't get visitors. I've mm. had my dad several times. My sister comes because she works for an airline. Oh, she comes that's handy, isn't reg- it? Regularly. She's been once just for the night. Oh, that's all right. Wow. She's staying in Melbourne that's with, cool. with work Ooh, and yeah. she surprised me. I was oh. in the coffee shop and she walked in. I was like, oh my God. How did you get here? So, I, so is she, is your, your sister, is she going, she's coming on the vlog soon, isn't she? Yeah. She's been on today. She's oh, in my vlog I missed today. that with this, I, just, I saw like a little trailer or a preview and you had the silver dresses on. Yeah, they were 90s. Oh, they were 90s. <laughs> they're, they're very glamorous We had matching 90s, 90s and oh. we were dancing in them, yes. Super glamorous <laughs> I need. I need to get myself one of those well, glamorous 90s. I think it's Kmart's finest, actually. Okay. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you heard it here first. All the glamour with Gina. <laughs> yeah. So when you have your friend, your family come over from overseas, what are the basic essentials that you need to accommodate overseas guests? In a perfect world, mm-hmm. I've always had the house I'm currently in is not perfect uh, for guests. Mm. I'll explain why if you want later. But all the houses I've ever rented or bought here, I've always had like a separate bedroom and a separate bathroom mm. there's nothing yeah. worse than having to share your bathroom mm. with oh yes a family yeah yeah and the house i'm in now hasn't got the spare room mm. which means that one of my children has to move out of their bedroom okay and then the guest goes in there but that just throws the whole does it family dynamic yeah you've got someone staying in the kids bed the guest bedroom is just 
the guest bedroom and I'm, yes. I'm really struggling without that extra room mm. and I normally try and find so my old my old house that I sold had a, a, all the bedrooms and a bathroom and then the guest room had its own bathroom office had its own ensuite so the mm. guests can so go in there that's ideal isn't and it and they've got all their area yeah private and I, wing yeah. and I don't mm. need to go in Mm. Because mm. people stay for a long time. Yeah, well, it's it's a fair mission to get I was, over. I was so going to say that's the problem. Mm. If my family and friends are listening, I don't mean that. <laughs> no. But they do come for three, four, six, eight weeks. It's yep. a very long time to have yep. people in your space. I don't care yep. how much you love someone. Yeah, <laughs> when you're with them like that, yep. it can be really hard work. So having space is mm. key. So you'd say essential: extra bedroom, extra bathroom down the other end of the house. Yeah, and if you're moving here or you've just moved here or if you're thinking about buying a house and you're in a similar circumstance mm. to me, I would say it is really key, that guest room. Mm. Yeah, because look, look for that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that kind of bathroom that's very near to it or connected to it. Mm. They, mm. That's always been the easiest for me. The house I'm in now, we don't have that and it's it's quite painful. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm wondering if any of your family are listening because I want to ask you a question. Mm. But if they're listening, I don't know how honestly you'll be able to answer. Go for it. All right, here we go. What has been your biggest house guest fail? Fail. Mm. I think it probably be with my dad. Okay. Um, Dad, are you listening? Yeah, he won't be listening. Okay. (laughs) It wasn't really, it's not really bad, I don't think. It's Mm. more that he came when I just moved into a new house. It was a renovation. Yeah. When I do things like renovations, I go in and I don't pre-plan living somewhere else. I kind of live in the reno. Yep. Yep. Um, I don't take into account who's visiting. I just do it anyway. And so he came, there was nowhere for him to stay. So Mm. I put him on this blow up mattress in an office that was like out of the 1970s you know the, it was this house was like brown you know the yeah, like yeah brown yeah, parquet yeah, yeah. flooring yeah. with brown walls and just it was a brown box i put him in there on this blow-up mattress and then at the end of his trip he kept all the way through his trip he kept saying things like my back saw or all this stuff and i was like oh poor oh, bloke i bought a really expensive blow-up mattress <laughs> yeah like really, top of the line i went out yeah. i went all out for him mm. And then um, at the end of the trip, he told me that it, it had burst. <gasps> and it, every night it went down. And by the morning, he was just laid on the floor. But he didn't want to be a bother. <laughs> and he didn't tell me. Oh. And he, my poor dad. <laughs> it, so he, by the morning, it'd be just completely deflated and he'd just be laid there. Oh. Welcome to Australia. Welcome yeah. to my home. <laughs> Make yourself comfortable. <laughs> it's actually, it's just my way of stopping them from coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Gina, you've been live streaming this chat. Uh, I have. As we've been talking, haven't you? I have been live streaming. There's been people there. I'm really sorry. I'm not. I'm ignoring them in the live stream. <laughs> but there are people from all around the world yes. watching this live stream. This is really awesome. We've got it radio. Yeah. And then we've got people around the world listening and watching us. It's just very just exciting. Live from all, <laughs> all angles. Just all the live. Yeah. I'm filming it. It's all going on here tonight. Now, if people want to watch your live streams in future or they want to check out your vlog uh, or just get in contact with you and, and see what you're up to, where can they find you? I would love people to get in touch with me. So my vlog is on mm-hmm. YouTube. Yeah. It's under Gina Walters. It's yes. Just, if you type in Gina Walters, I should hopefully come up. Yes. I would hope. Yes. Fingers crossed. No, you yeah. do. You and do. Yeah. Have yeah. a little look and you can subscribe. Gina with a G. Gina with a G. G I N A. And it's Walters, W A L T E R S. Mm -hmm. And then you can subscribe on there and 
I answer all the comments that are on my vlog. Oh, that's lovely. Um, and then I've got Instagram. Yes. Gina V. Walters. Yes. I think yeah. I am there. Yes. Uh, I'm on Twitter. Gina, yes. Gina Walters. So Gina, Gina Walters. Somebody took Gina. So two Walters. Ginas. Yes, yeah, someone took yep. the Gina Walters. Yes. Oh, I've had to go Gina, Gina Walters. So you, you, you've doubled so, down on Gina. <laughs> yeah. I think it's got You're a more ring. Gina than the other Gina. Yeah. I, think, I think it's got a ring to it. <laughs> so I'm kind of on all forms of social media. You will find me, Gina Walters, on most, yeah, Facebook. I'm, I'm everywhere. Good. I'm live streaming, I'm filming, I'm on all, I'm everywhere. You look, all of it. Yeah, I'm just like overwhelmingly there. If you want to see the silver nighty, you know where to find it. Yeah, the silver nighty is in the vlog. Go find it. <laughs> yeah, leave me a comment, say hi. That would be great. Now, will you stick around for the rest of the show? I would love to. Oh, good. All right, well, we'll go to a break and we will come back with our finance segment and then the property geek out with Tara. Welcome back, everybody. You are on the Dream Home Movement, and I'm up to my favourite segment, is which is the finance segment with Carl. Carl Violetta. Are you there, Carl? Good evening. How are you, Tara? Very, very good. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Keep me warm tonight. Well, we've had a fantastic night because we've got the fabulous Gina Walters with us, and Gina Walters is um, a YouTube sensation, but she's also... Um, originally from the UK, she's moved to Australia 10 years ago. Um, so we think that we'll get a few um, people who, some sea changes listening to this um, episode. Carl, if someone's moving over from another country to um, Australia and the Mornington Peninsula, how would they go about getting a home loan if um, they've moved over? Yeah, so um, if they're a permanent resident, it's very straightforward. So they'll be treated like an Australian citizen. Um, they just need to have their um, uh, permanent uh, residency uh, certificate um, on hand. Obviously, be uh, working full-time uh, in Australia. Um, you know, uh, if it's a husband and wife, one full-time, one part-time or casually, however the structure is. But that, that it is a very, very straightforward. It's the key thing um, with... Um, I guess borrowers that are from uh, a different destination is they need to uh, be permanent residents. If they're not, then, you know, it's more expensive and you have to apply to the Foreign Investment Review Board um, to get an approval to buy a uh, residential property here in Australia, number one. And number two, um, you'll pay more in stamp duty um, over and above a BR or a, a um, an Australian citizen. Okay, so 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 would would there be a bit of a business case for waiting a couple of years until you do become a permanent resident? Yeah, I mean that that is definitely the, the most uh, I guess cheaper way to buy into the local market. Mm-hmm. When you become a, a permanent resident, you've got to be sort of permanently based here in Australia. So if you're waiting for your for your visa, um, if you're on a bridging visa, it's a, it's a big no no. However you must be some sort of a permanent resident here in Australia. Okay, yeah. Okay? Yeah, because I've got to add there that when mm. we came, we came on a 457, a sponsor, mm-hmm. we weren't permanent, and so mm-hmm. we did decide to wait because the cost involved when you're not permanent, it seems it's just massive on top mm. of a deposit, yeah. you know, the op- top of a deposit already. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's astronomical. And plus, you're, you're really, really limited, you know. They make it really difficult. Um, to to buy into the local market, they make the transaction difficult by making it more expensive in stamp duty fees, going to the um, uh, review board. Plus, you have to come up with more deposit. The 
loan can't have any lender's mortgage insurance on on premium on on the loan. Um, so you know, um, if, if I have to equate that in dollars, you know, you need to come up with at least one hundred and sixty thousand dollars plus mm. if you want to buy into the Mornington Peninsula. Okay. And you know, uh, some some people may not be in that, in that position. Mm. Well, that's some really good points. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, Carl. No problems. So it is it is possible, but it, you just may need to wait, or else it'll be pretty expensive. Yeah, you wanna look. You definitely don't want to go out looking for properties out in the marketplace, and you're in that position. You definitely want to engage with a professional broker um, just to make some inquiries about what your chances are, mm-hmm. um, and then from that conversation, you'll get more advice. You'll get to know. Uh, exactly where you stand with your deposit, your stamp duty, and what other processes are required for you to enter the market. Okay, so, Carl, if anybody wants to find you and um, ask you those mortgage questions, where's the best place to find you? Yeah, Violeta Finance uh, on on social media, uh, Facebook, um, Instagram. We've got a website. Um, um, My mobile is 0424. Eight four nine zero three four um, would be the the best way to get in touch with me. Okay, via letter finance. Thank you very much, Carl. Tara, thank you. Enjoy the chat as always. Welcome back to the Dream Home Movement. We are heading into the Property Geek Out segment with Tara Vandelight from Building Dreams, Mornington Peninsula. Over to you, Tara. Hooray. Oh, hooray. <laughs> I love when you always cheer your, your segment. Oh, it's, it's a great segment. It is. You, you guys listen to this show just for this. I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. You want some property geek, and I'm going to give it to you now. So here we are. We're heading towards spring. I can feel it in the air. Mm. We're all getting really, really excited. If you're ready to sell your property this season, and most of us do transact in spring, here's a to-do list for you. Okay. First of all, you want to start interviewing agents. You want to um, at least interview three. Good way to, um, you know, judge their caliber is actually look at what they have sold. Have they sold a property like yours? Mm. And have they got a good price for it? Yeah. Yeah. Data doesn't lie. Um, and you know, some people you're going to click with, some you aren't, but at the end of the day, um, yeah, you want the result. So look at what they have previously sold. The other good thing to start organizing now is the section 32. So mm. that's all the information about your property. So you call up a solicitor or a conveyancer and you say, look, I want to organize a section 32 because I'm intending to sell my property. And you start that process now because sometimes you have to collect little bits and pieces like building reports um, and so on and so forth. Um, so, yeah, it's good to get onto that early before you go through all the craziness of selling your house. Um, yeah, before you start packing things away, sort out that piece of paperwork, Section 32. And then but, it's just done, isn't it? I know, you don't yeah. have to think about it. The other thing to do right now is to clean up the garden gives the garden a bit of a chance to recover, mm. you know, mm. <laughs> and start, you know, spreading. Yeah, so, so you know, do all the pruning and the cutting back and whatever has to happen now so that come spring it's recovered and it's looking lovely and fresh and neat and tidy. Um, fix anything because you would have had at least three agents out to your house, hopefully. Yeah. They will point out different things that um, become obvious to them 
Oh, so that's a good idea. So you get the three out and you'll get three yeah, different, three set, different expert, expert sets of eyes. eyes. Exactly oh, I like that. Exactly. Yeah. And form your to-do list from that, you know. Mm. So, um, you know, if, if yeah, so so with, with, with that extra feedback in mind, fix anything that's obviously stood out as a problem. Um, good thing to fix is anything that's faulty, like, you know, the, yep. the broken doorknob yes. or... You know, the light globe you've not gotten around to fix. Yes. <laughs> We've all got those things. We do. I know. Fix that. Or anything just really, really ugly or mm-hmm. maybe maybe not ugly but polarising. Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So it could be beautiful to some people but others will just be like, no. Yep. Take time to start toning like a concrete back your personal to- <laughs> Oh, no, you can't take that out. <laughs> That's fabulous. <laughs> um Another good thing is window cleaners. When you're getting closer to the sale, um, get the window cleaners round, do the whole house because, you know, from top to bottom, mm. windows everywhere, especially one of these peninsula homes, you're going to, you know, don't do that to yourself. Get a window cleaner in. Yep. You've done all the hard work. Yeah. Yeah, let someone else do that part. Get some quotes from stylists. Um, Styling is a really important thing. If you want to get top dollar for your house, if you want to get that emotional price, it really needs to be styled perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, stylists are really great for that sort of thing because they have all the bits and bobs and the different size rugs and the different size pictures. So they can look at your space and they can muck around with all the stuff that they've got. I say muck around, they're, they're designing, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's not mucking around, they're designing. And so they can make it perfect, whereas, you know, you and I are in a position where we buy one picture and we get a home and it's, it's you think, oh, it'd be nice, but it'd be better if it was that bit bigger. They've already yeah. got the bigger one. So honestly, the price that you pay for a stylist, if you tried to get the stuff yourself, I think you'd probably end up in front using the stylist. And also you'd probably get a better finish because they're professionals. They're very good at it. And then another, the last thing on the list is start doing a bit of unpacking. So it's really good to have a house that's, you don't want it sparse, but you want it to feel light and airy like someone can imagine you moving out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't need to sell your, all your bits and yeah, pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Look, pack away at least a third of your stuff, if got, not two thirds. I've got to be honest, I always love my home the most mm. when I'm just about to sell it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's the cleanest. It looks so awesome. I actually almost don't want to sell it when I've done all my jobs. <laughs> I think a lot of people would, would feel like that. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's a very common thing. <laughs> These things don't get done unless you have to sell your house. Well, they're great tips, particularly with spring being one of the most popular times to sell. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and that it's only just around the corner, mm-hmm. so people need to get their their stuff together. Yep. Tara, if people want to hear more of your great tips or if they want to bounce some ideas off you and Absolutely. other like-minded renovators and dream home people, yep. where can they go? Okay, renovators come this way. So, <laughs> so we have a fabulous um, Facebook group called Building Dreams Mornington Peninsula. Um, if you'd like to join us, just look us up. Building Dreams Mornington Peninsula, that is a great place that you can throw around questions and ideas about renovations, building, if you want to share inspo, if you've got any questions to ask, if you want to get a bit of an idea of what a renovation might cost or what you want to do, there's, yeah, it's just a fantastic 
bouncing block for everything mm. like that. Absolutely. If you want to watch my personal renovation journey, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram. It's Tara Loves Building Dreams. I'm on there. And that's, that's sort of more like a journey of A, my renovating. I'm also, I've got, um, I'm building my career in property as well. So yeah, there's lots of fun and interesting things happening there. So, um, yeah, I hope you will join us in either or. Yeah, lots of fun. I love following your bits and pieces Mm. online. Now, we are getting very close to the end of the show. So we want to, again, thank, thank, thank our fabulous guest, Gina Walters. Embrace Gina and say thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I don't want it to be over. That's good. Come back, Gina. Come back, but I I don't know enough about housing and the property market. (laughs) We'll we'll come up with a reason. (laughs) Yeah, I'll just come and sit here and just chat to you. Sounds fantastic. (laughs) Sounds really fun. Gina says. Gina says. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, thank you so much for joining us. Shout out to everyone listening in the UK. One of our biggest podcast listenerships come from the uk so thank you so much for tuning in thanks again for joining us we look forward to chatting with you next week until then bye